1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount
0: using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
2: Yes, indeed. Three hours down. One more to go here on the Get Right. Mike Peasley, Blake Elliott sitting in with you here on this Friday night having some fun with you, having some fun with some mayo, some, some cheese nips, and someone on the uh, – Uh, dot com text line says cheese imps went away in 2020. Is that true?
1: I think we did look it up, and I think it is true. And also someone said cheese is with a Z, and it is unfortunately not. It is just cheese it. That would be a Mandela effect. There is no Z. And then everyone is co-signing from the 682 spread butter on the hot Pop-Tart like you do toast, and it's a game changer. And then also people are with the baked whales. One person said it's poverty. But I don't know if you've had them enough times. Those whales hit, especially when you're hungry. I need to write to
2: Nabisco and see if we can't get uh, the return of cheese nips. There are two things that I would like to see returned to grocery stores. One is cheese nips. The other, and this is way before your time, it's going to show my age, Jell-O pudding pops. Oh, yeah. We, we, Bill, we can do Bill, it. Bill Cosby used to... Uh, oh, gosh. I don't know um, if we can say that. <laughs> Bill Cosby used to promote those. The Jello Pudding Pops.
1: Well, we know why they're not in the store <laughs> anymore. That's not a crazy promotion to have. We need to have a whole segment on that. Maybe we'll just scrap the rest of the show and just figure out what stuff needs to be back in grocery stores. But before we do that... I got some lists for you. Yeah, I'm interested. You said with this segment you wanted to do some top 10 lists. Yes. And I have
2: absolutely no idea what these lists entail, what they're about, but the floor is yours, sir. Yes,
1: so I will read out a list or right, a subject, and you'll we'll try to guess the list. Tolos, I need you interacting. Let us know if you can guess the list in order if you really got it like that, and I'll let you know if you're right. And if peace takes too long, I'll give him some hints so we can move along with this. But we're going to see how, how good his intuition is. Some are sports related. Some are. I'm gonna start you off easy. I'm gonna give you a sports related one to get us on the road. And so then we'll... I have
2: to guess what the topic is. You're giving no, me the I'll top
1: ten. I'll give you. No, you just have to guess anything. You just guess. No, I'll give you the topic. Okay. Seven NFL teams do not have cheerleaders. This one you don't have to guess it in order. Um, what are those seven teams? The Chicago Bears. That is correct. One for one. Pisa starting off. The Bears do not. I know the Lions didn't for the longest
2: time, but they do now. Correct. Um, let me see. Uh the
1: Ravens do not have cheerleaders. Ravens do have cheerleaders. They are not on this list. Come on, FanTex. I know y'all looking at the cheerleaders. Who doesn't have cheerleaders? Oh, uh, let's see. You're let's right go. with You're right with your first one. Uh
2: the Philadelphia Eagles, they've they, got cheerleaders. They do. They've got cheerleaders. Uh Washington got a Commanders. Bunch of cheerleaders.
1: Um Commanders have cheerleaders somehow. The
2: Giants don't have cheerleaders. Correct. Giants and Bears. So that's I'm just looking through the NFC. The Bucks do, the Falcons do. Uh Saints I, do, Panthers do. I give uh, you a San hint. Francisco 49ers do not. They do. At least, at least according to this list, they do. Um, let's see, the Rams. Nope. Rams don't have cheerleaders. They do.
1: They're not on this list. Jesus. A lot of these teams, I'll give you a hint, are on that fringe playoff race. A lot of these teams Well, are everyone's on
2: the fringe <laughs> playoff race right now in the NFL. Okay. Arizona does as well. Um, let me look here at the AFC. The Chiefs.
1: Three three are AFC teams, four are AFC teams. Four are AFC and teams. And three of them are playing with a backup quarterback.
2: Four are AFC teams. Yep. Three with a backup quarterback. Correct. God, everybody's playing with a backup quarterback right now. I'll give you Ugh.
1: a hint. Think recently.
2: Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. That's one. Um, Indianapolis does. Houston does. Tennessee does. Jacksonville, they've got cheerleaders. Chiefs, Broncos do. Do the Raiders have cheerleaders? They, they do. Chargers.
1: Think think of the couch. Think of somebody who was on the couch. In the AFC? Yep. That was
2: a backup? On yep. the
1: couch? Yep. <laughs> Cleveland? Yep. Cleveland Browns. You right. got two teams left. One in the NFC. One in the AFC. Both well, well, are fighting for well, a playoff well, spot. You said
2: there were seven teams, right? Yeah, and I've, you got g- the, I've got the Bears, the Giants, the Steelers, and the Browns. So I've got yeah, two, you need three got, more. My I've bad. Got, I've got two NFC teams and I've got two AFC.
1: Yep. So there's two NFC or there's two AFC teams left. One AFC team left. Two AFC teams. One NFC team.
2: Correct. Right. Yes. So two AFC teams. Um, the Buffalo Bills. Yep. So there's one more AFC team now that does not have cheerleaders. Don't, don't look at the fan tags; they just got it correct. Okay, I won't. It's we got Pittsburgh. We got I've got Cleveland. I've got Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Baltimore has cheerleaders. Steelers don't. We said the Bengals they do. Jaguars do. Colts do. Texans do. Titans. Let me see. They, they got them. They have they have cheerleaders. And then let's see, the Chiefs. They have cheerleaders. I know the Broncos have cheerleaders and the Raiders have cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. Chargers have cheerleaders. Sure about that? Is it the LA Chargers? It is the
1: LA Chargers. You got one more team. I'll give you a super big hint. Historic franchise.
2: Historic franchise in the NFC that does not have cheerleaders. We've already said the Bears and the Giants. Mm -hmm. There is one. Same path. Same path as those two teams. There is one more that doesn't have it, and they've been around a long time. I think, if my memory serves me correct. Huh. And you said Washington does.
1: Yes. Washington has cheerleaders. Has had some historic quarterbacks. Packers? Yep. Green pa- Bay Packers first list done. So the seven
2: teams that do not have cheerleaders we have found out are the Bears, the Packers, the Giants, Steelers, Browns, Bills, Chargers. And a lot half of them make
1: sense. Only pre- I think I think the Bills should get some in there and you would think the Chargers do but the rest I I get it. I yeah, get it.
2: I mean, the Lions for the longest time did not have cheerleaders. They just
1: added a few years ago. Why I know that I don't know. Alrighty, next list. I'm Ooh, gonna that give was you, hard. I'm gonna give if you that was
2: an easy one. You said.
1: <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm gonna give you another easy one. This one's only a top five. This one's a top five, and then the rest are ten. All right, top five, top five, and this one is in order.
2: Okay, I gotta get them in order.
1: Yes, or oh, we oh. don't have to get them in order, but they are. We'll, we'll, we'll give you bonus cred if you do. Okay. Or I'll just at least tell you where they slot. What are the top five? sexiest male jobs, according to women, via Tinder. So the jobs that when they see this, that their man, or not their man, that the man has, that they're going to swipe right on the most frequently based on their occupation, what are those five jobs? Well, certainly not radio broadcasters. We know that. Um, Construction workers. Nope. Firefighters. Firefighters comes in at number three. That was my first guess. Not construction workers. Construction is not on there, at least according to the women on this Tinder survey. Uh, Doctors. Doctor is at number four. Doctor's number four.
2: So we got firefighters. We got doctors.
1: um, (laughs) Lawyers? (laughs) That's a good guess. It's not on here. Yeah, I
2: wouldn't think lawyers. Um, I'm going to wait
1: to give some hints because I feel like you'll get it. If you need some help, I got you. I need some help. Okay. Give me a hint. Think. Okay. You were very. You almost. You pretty much got it. Think about the first thing you said. Think in that realm. Of construction workers? No, maybe the second thing you said. You said radio host. Larry, jump in. Come on, Larry. Help me out. <laughs> Think radio host. Same medium.
2: Uh, television yep. anchors. Tele-
1: television Television personality is number five.
2: TV personality. So we need number one and number two. These are the most yep. popular ones. Yep. Okay. The sexy one, ones.
1: One is a very historically popular thing. Every girl has thought that's attractive. And then one is a very nuanced kind of new thing, new media, kind of where the world is going. Like a YouTube influencer? Keep going. Same not that not that way, but same, you're on the right path. Keep going on that path.
2: Internet stars. Um Mm-mm. reality show close. Contestants. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Very specific. Was on was
1: on The Bachelor. It
2: was on Survivor season twenty-four.
1: Um, um okay, it starts with athletes. An e. starts, I would have thought so too. Somehow not. I don't know. All right. Think think it starts with the letter E. It's a long word. But number two entrepreneur yes sir <laughs> <laughs> Larry entrepreneur, jumping in. number two and then number one what is it very historically thought of as an attractive job for a man to have think of one of the most popular movies that's come out in the last couple of years and was a remake of a movie that was very popular top gun yes sir and what job did he have airline pilot or fighter pilot. Yep, pilot. Yep. That's going to be number one. There you go. You knocked that list out in like three minutes. So look at pi- you. A
2: pilot, entrepreneur, firefighter, a doctor, and a TV personality. Yes, sir. Those, those are the
1: attractive ones going into what? That's where we're at right now. That's what the ladies like. That's what the ladies like. Okay, here we go. Here's a, here's a good one. Top 10 biggest fears in the world, according to a bunch of different articles collaborated together. What is on that list? And this is an order as well. Fire off. Biggest fears. Biggest fears. Uh, heights. Heights is number three.
2: Um, I would put, it's not going to be on there, but I can tell you my biggest fear are sharks. Sharks are not on the list. Yeah, they did I not make the top I 10. I didn't think they would be. Uh, uh, how about the fear of public speaking?
1: I I 100% agree. I don't know how would it make this list. Fear of didn't have it on there, but it's not on here. I think that's probably mm. the number one thing that I've heard that most people are fearful, but it wasn't put on here.
2: How about fear of rejection? <laughs>
1: you thinking a little too intellectually. Yeah, i probably no. going a little too far for this one. Okay, uh, think of some animals.
2: Uh, spiders. Spiders is
1: at the number one spot. Arachnophobia. Yep. Yeah. Keep What's thinking this? Keep thinking animals for a couple. Two, Again. two more animals.
2: Um, hippos? Hippos are... <laughs> you don't want to mess with oh, the hippo. If you live in Africa.
1: <laughs> you don't want to mess with a hippo, I don't man. know how broad, how many times people are encounter <laughs> hippos, but sure, they, are, they do not make the list um, this time. Okay. Well, you're asking for animals that you would be afraid of. And I'd be afraid of a hippo. Okay, I want you to think of ones that you probably wouldn't, you could encounter at your house. <sighs> How about uh, rodents, mice? Nope. Really? Mm-mm.
2: People are always scared of mice. My, my wife is deadly afraid of mice. I remember a cat one time in our house got a mouse and shredded in half. She <laughs> okay. screamed.
1: You're on the right track with a cat. People aren't afraid of
2: cats. Tigers, lions?
1: Nope, nope. Think, cheetahs? No. leopards. <laughs> cheetahs? How many, how many cheetahs do you see right around your house? I think those are more rare than you're scared of, though. Okay, cheetahs you know, so, around my neighborhood. Think, There's a lot of cheetahs think in my neighborhood. Super generic. You're thinking too broad. Think super generic. This list. <laughs> some of these lists is, is interesting. Oh, uh, I don't know how interesting this is. Go back. Go back to cats. Stay on that track. I I was
2: on cats, and I went through all the cats. I went through every cat that I
1: know of. What's the opposite of a cat? A dog. Yep, dog comes in at number five. People are afraid of dogs. There's a lot of them in the world, and it ranks on here. Okay, one more animal that, what is historically right next to spiders? What's 1A and 1B with spiders when it comes to being scared? Bugs. Insects. Snakes. Snakes. There we go. Snakes in at number two. There you go. Larry's a nice assist man right Larry now. Larry should do this instead of me. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. Now I want you to think a little bit intellectually like you were thinking, kind of like psychological things that people are kind of scared of. You got the animals out of the way. Spiders, snakes, heights. What is number four? I don't know. Think think, think. public speaking, but if there wasn't a lot of people there. That was probably the worst hint I could have ever... Embarrassment? Ever I don't know. Ever given. Okay. Hmm, how can I hint this one? Um, no one showed up for the public speaking, so what does that mean? The crowd is empty. Yep, empty spaces comes in at number four. What
2: the hell does that mean?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I guess people this- have a
2: fear of empty spaces. Yep. How would you
1: expect me to guess that? I don't know. I was I was really feeling. And you why are people afraid of empty spaces? And then okay, now I want you to think opposite of empty spaces. Full spaces. <laughs> Crowds. Crowd and open space, kind of. They, they put them both at number four, so it's not. But keep thinking spaces. What's another thing people are scared of when it comes to spaces? Uh, space invaders. <laughs> I don't know, man. These are me. Small spaces, claustrophobia comes in at number seven. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Think How of, about
2: a fear of flying?
1: Do we got that? Flying on there? is number nine. There you go. There we go. Okay. Now I want you to think of something. That so has, there's three more. There's three more. Six, six eight, and ten. Thank God. There's six, eight, and more. ten. One is a element that happens. One is something that people are fearful of, but it's only if you are really think back to your roommates when you were very tidy, he's probably a germa, a germaphobe. Yep. Germs comes in at 8. I just gave you that one. And then we got 6 and 10. Think of elements and then think of a very popular movie and something that you won't... Like elements like aluminum?
2: <laughs> like do I need uh. to get the period- do I need to get the periodic table out? <laughs> that kind of elements? What kind of elements are you talking about? Like, are we talking about weather? <laughs> weather elements? Are we have fear of the rain, are we a fear of thunderstorms. Scared of iron. <laughs> Calcium <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm definitely afraid of calcium.
1: Potassium, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is thunder, lightning, and at the last spot, that, that was number six, thunderstorms. Yeah, yep. Yeah. What's the last spot? Ten. It's it's funny. How would I know? Think I it's a very popular movie. Think of a shovel. Popular oh, oh,
2: movie with a oh, shovel. I got this one. Can I take this one? Yeah. Yes. Being buried alive
1: uh okay think about what you have to do to be buried alive in the first place the first part
2: dying hit over the head with the (laughs) shovel oh no okay
1: (laughs) think about what the person has to do to bury you alive what do they have to do push you into the grave (laughs) before that hate you knock you out (laughs) before that guys, sucker punch you think about the grave itself what do you have to do before that dig the grave dig a what hole yep holes is the number ten? Uh, thing on come there. on! That that's probably more on me. I gave absolutely terrible hints. Holes.
2: <laughs> that, that holes over public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Friday night, everybody, and we're talking about holes. We
1: talked about <laughs> cheese nips, mayo, <laughs> holes. Boy, this is this is great. Okay, run through this one, Larry. Help him out. Just shout him out. Top ten most eaten foods. Just shout out some answers. Oh my God! We don't
2: have time to go through this. Pizza.
1: Pizza is at seven. What, what what what's the category? Top ten most eaten foods. Just just throw them out. Popular foods that people eat.
2: Hamburgers.
1: Nope. Popcorn. Nope. Tacos. Nope. Pizza. Yep. We already said that one. Think oh. um, of the morning. Eggs. Yep. Number two. Bacon. Nope. Pancakes. Nope. Sandwiches. Pancakes. No. No. Cheetahs. Y'all are terrible. No. (laughs) Potassium. Y'all are like missing everything. Think of the most popular food that almost everywhere around the world people eat this.
2: Cheeseburgers. Oh, rice.
1: Rice is number one. And then think of the most popular protein around the world. Chicken. Chicken at number three. And what's like Italian food is? Pasta. Pasta. And what do you have with pasta on the side all the time? Bread. Bread, number five. And then what do you heat up and you can have it mashed, fried? Potatoes. Potatoes. What do you have in the morning that could be green or red? Pop tarts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Apples. And then what's the last two? You eat both of these with a spoon. One's hot, one's cold. Cereal. Nope. One's hot, one's cold. You eat them both with a spoon. Ice cream. Ice cream at 10. And number nine, it's warm. You eat it with a spoon. Soup. Soup is the number nine answer. We just ran through 25 lists. Oh, my God. We did great, I think. Tolos, let us know how you did. If you went five for five, four for four, however many lists that was. Fear of holes and potassium. (laughs) Please get us out of this madness.
2: I don't know where to go from here after this. If this doesn't give us a Marconi award, I don't know what does. But... (laughs) Uh, We'll get back into a little sports talk coming up next. The uh, Chargers fired Brandon Staley after their loss yesterday. Who is their next coach? Could it be Cowboys coordinator Dan Quinn? We'll get some thoughts about that and who knows what else food related coming up next here on The Fan. It is a fan football Friday here on the get right one Oh five, three, the fan Mike Peasley, Blake Elliott. We're taking up until 11 o'clock having some fun here on this, uh, Friday night I uh, hope you are enjoying the ride. We appreciate you appreciate all the Tolos out there. Uh, we need to get back into some NFL talk and certainly the big NFL news today. Uh, Blake was, uh, the firing of Brandon Staley, the Chargers Ooh, head coach after their 63 to 21 debacle last night, uh, in Vegas, uh, Thoughts on that, and then we'll talk about, uh, you know, who their next head coach could be. Uh, were you surprised at all that Brandon Staley was let go today with three
1: games to go in the regular season? I was not surprised because it should have happened last year. Brandon Staley Brandon Staley's tenure has been something insane. It's been an up and down and mostly downs. 2021, I don't know if you remember, lost week 18, win or go home, a game against the Raiders where they needed a tie to go in or win, couldn't pull it off, pathetic performance. Okay, you get another chance. 2022, you're up 27 to 0 on the Jags. 27 to 0, my guy. And you lose 31-30. Okay, we'll give you one more chance. You're going to play the helpless Raiders that scored 0 points 4 days ago, and you get beat 63-21. They're up 49-0, which hasn't at half, which hasn't been done in almost half a decade. What are they doing? At some point you have to put the finger at the coach. He wasn't doing enough that roster is talented. There's all pros. Pro Bowl is all over that roster, and he wasn't able to do enough. And I'm not saying it's 100% on Brandon Staley, but sometimes a change of culture is more important than what the numbers suggest. And at some point he had to go. I'm surprised he made it this far.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not surprised that he was let go. I think uh, the Spanos family kind of had to do it after that uh, performance last night. You don't throw the Q word around too much, uh, and at least I don't like to throw the Q word but last night, the Raider, or rather the Chargers quit against the Raiders. Yep. If, if you watched any part of that game, uh, just the lack of effort. And so they made the change. Um, we'll see what happens here in the final three games. And again, the final three games the Chargers play are all good against teams that are trying to fight uh, to get into the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, they're without Justin Herbert right now. And this is a team that has always had some kind of issues. Injuries have been a factor of the last few years, even this year. You know, this year they lose Mike Williams early in the season. Last year they lost Keenan Allen. Uh, This year they lost Justin Herbert. But you don't want to make injuries as as an excuse. Uh, Every team is going through injuries. Uh, But Brandon Staley just never adjusted. You know, he had his style. He had his analytical style to him. And oftentimes it did not work. Instead of kicking a field goal, he would go for it. And eventually they would lose the points. But I'm with you. After they lost that game last year to Jacksonville in the playoffs... The next day, I would I would have fired him. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, that's a fireable offense for what the, the way that they performed last year in that playoff game against Jacksonville. So now the question is, moving the story forward, is who is going to be the next head coach of the Chargers? And you hear the name, and again, he is the odds-on favorite. The uh, bet online uh, today came up with the odds for the 2024 next Chargers head coach and the leader. One, Bill Belichick of the Patriots. He's pretty good. Three to one odds to become the next head coach of the Los Angeles Tar Chargers. It certainly sounds like there's some smoke where there's usually smoke. There's some fire that this will be the end of Bill Belichick uh, with the New England Patriots. I think Belichick still wants to coach. And I think he wants to eventually catch John Shula for the most career wins. This would be a good This would be a real good landing spot for him. Mm -hmm. This is a team that needs some structure. Mm -hmm. This is a team that needs some discipline. It's a franchise that needs culture. It's a franchise that needs discipline. Bill Belichick certainly would like to have a quarterback after not having one since uh, Tom Brady. He would get Justin Herbert. I think it makes a lot of sense. I don't know if it's going to happen. Will the Spanos family pay what Bill Belichick wants? Spanos family is not exactly, you know, opening up the wallet and opening up the pocketbook, willing to do that? Would they be willing to do that to bring in Bill Belichick? That is a big question coming up here in the offseason.
1: Yeah, I think it's something that you have to do because they need a leader more than anything. We can talk offense, defense, schematics, all that all day long, but I just feel like the Chargers are a lost football team with no identity. When you watch them over the last three years, what could we say their identity is? Having a high payroll? Having a lot of talented guys that hasn't been running the ball first? Hasn't been passing? Hasn't been defense? They look great in the in the preseason in the summer when you look at their roster and they're like they should be good, but they haven't had an identity the last couple of years. They have a very talented quarterback in Justin Herbert, so that head coaching position is always going to be attractive because you walk in that room and you see who the quarterback is and you say I can work with it. And to circle back, they've not just let go of Brandon Staley; they also let go of general manager Tom right. Telesco. They let go of the defensive coordin or the defensive line coach and run game coordinator Jay Rogers. So they have interims stepping in. Jeff Smith and Jojo Wooden, which sound like made up names, are going to be the interim head coach and interim general manager. I think it's GIF, not GIF. We're going to call him Jeff, it's
2: GIF. It's GIF. It's kind of like in the internet. Is it a GIF or is it a GIF? I believe it's GIF.
1: And the Chargers put out a statement today. It doesn't have who it's by, just by the Chargers. Our fans have stood strong through so many ups and downs and close games. They deserve more. Frankly, they've earned more. Building and maintaining a championship caliber program remains our ultimate goal, and reimagining how we achieve that goal begins today. It's got to be from Dean Spanos, right? Got it. I mean, he's the only dude left there. So that has got to be. Either that or from Herbert. <laughs> that's,
2: that's such a PR quote right there. Uh, but an interesting candidate would be Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn.
1: Oh, no. Please,
2: no. And Dan Quinn, 14 to 1 odds, according to Bet Online, 14 to 1 odds to be the next head coach of the Chargers. I think Dan Quinn is going to get a head coaching job this offseason. I think uh, he has certainly earned it with what he has been able to do. Again, he is a former head coach before. Would the Chargers, though, want to go more for the disciplinarian type of Bill Belichick? Would they want to go more towards the offensive side of things? And again, Frank Smith, the Dolphins offensive coordinator, second best odds at four to one. Mm Mm-hmm. It seems like the Chargers like to go the coordinator route instead of bringing in the 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 veteran head coach. Yeah, like like maybe the Bill Belichick. I'm really curious to see what the Chargers do, but I think Dan Quinn would be a really good fit there for the Chargers. Yeah, just in terms of changing culture. Yes, we we saw how he has changed the the defensive culture in Dallas. Mm -hmm. You know, before he arrived, this defense wasn't very good. Now it now it's one of the best in the NFL. They weren't very good at takeaways. Now under Dan Quinn, they're one of the best at takeaways. To bring Dan Quinn in, a guy who has taken a team to a Super Bowl before, probably should have won the Super Bowl if they would have used the clock correctly. The, oh, the, the Falcons, Lord. but you know Dan Quinn would
1: be a really, really good fit mm. for the Chargers. Mm, I hope he's not. I hope he stays in Dallas, man. I hope I hope they don't see none of the game film, and I hope. Somehow the Dan Quinn doesn't look like good of a candidate because you're right, man. Like, But don't you think Dan Quinn gets a head coaching job this year? I don't know. I think he really loves Dallas, man. I think he spoke very highly of it. He's going to get offers, no question. But if this Cowboys team makes it to an NFC championship or even a Super Bowl, I don't know how the money is going to be there, but I just feel like he had that opportunity last year and he, did, and he declined. And the defense and the team's only gotten better. So unless it's just some absurd amount and there's some kind of riff in management and, and hierarchy and he feels like he's not being listened to then yeah but I just feel like he's comfortable in Dallas's defense is balling they've led the league in turnover since he's been there they become turnover machines so I like him in Dallas I think he'll entertain them and probably take some some meetings but I don't know if it's something where he leaves Dallas I, I, I lean more towards a Bill Belichick going there because like I said earlier they need leadership more than I think they need schematics they could go get the offensive coordinator from a number one offense and then I just don't know if it works because we we've seen Herbert and what is he in his fourth fifth year and different offensive coordinator
2: almost every single year. That's what I'm
1: saying. Do we want to just throw another guy out there or do you want someone who already probably has been watching plenty of Herbert tape, knows how to work the NFL, knows what he's doing? There will never be a game that they're not prepared.
2: Kellen Moore, by the way, also with uh, Dolphins coordinator Frank Smith, the second best odds becoming the new head coach at four to one. Kellen Moore is not going to be the head Let's coach go, of
1: the Chargers. Let's go. Please Let please be the head coach of the Chargers. That route's great for every NFL team. What
2: would happen if they decided, okay, they do they do want Dan Quinn, and Dan Quinn goes to the Chargers? Moore's gone. Would Kellen Moore be He's his gone. offensive coordinator?
1: He's gone. He's gone. Unless they got some tight-knit relationship that we don't know about and they're buddy-buddy, I don't think any established coach that comes in is tolerating Kellen Moore. Personally. Personally. Now, if it's someone, like you said, someone who hasn't had a head coaching job and they're trying to fill it out mm-hmm. and they have someone who's already comfortable in the system and they're gonna be more comfortable, maybe can show them around the ropes. I think he stays. But I don't think anyone's established Bill, been
2: watching. Would Bill Belichick want Kellen Moore as he, his offensive coordinator? He's gonna hit the
1: door faster than Brandon Staley, man. He <laughs> is gonna be kicked <laughs> to the curb. There is no do you think he lasts more than three weeks if Bill's there? Bill's a different kind of guy. He doesn't yeah. he's not messing around with mediocrity. He's had to deal with it because I don't think the talent's been great. In New England. He doesn't have the quarterback. You go to the Chargers, the team's there for the most part. I'm not saying. Yeah, he's got the quarterback. uh, He's got receivers. Yep. But I will say an interesting note. An interesting note is we like what the Chargers are doing, and they got a good roster on paper, but I don't know how their future's looking as far as their salary goes. Let me see. I I had something up here with their salaries. They got it tied. Oh, here it is right here. Los Angeles Chargers have 60% of their 2024 salary tied up in four players. Khalil Mack, thirty-eight million; Joey Bosa, thirty-six million; Keenan Allen, thirty-four million; Mike Williams, thirty-two million. Great players, aging, a lot of money,
2: aging and can't stay healthy, especially the receivers.
1: Sixty percent of the cap, and you that window to really strike and build that San Francisco type roster is when you have a quarterback on his rookie deal. Jay Herbo ain't on that anymore. No more. We saw he got his money, yeah. and and when when you get to that point, it's hard to spread the money around and have this championship caliber team around you, especially when you have an incompetent coach. So I think it's going to take a guy like Bill Belichick to straighten those ropes up and really get this team on the right path because they have the tools and they have to be in win now mode. I would assume with if you get one of those big guys, you're not you're not in a staging. We're just going to figure it out in a couple years type thing. Could I
2: interest you in a uh, Michigan's Jim Harbaugh as the next Chargers head coach? Jim Harbaugh, 9-1 to one odds.
1: Man, Jim Harbaugh, every time there's a head coaching job, somehow was like one of the favorites to do it. I don't think he wants to leave Michigan. Did I miss something? To oh, I
2: bet he wants to leave Har- Michigan now after what happened this year.
1: I don't know, man. I feel like if he were to go anywhere, I think the Bears would be a really good fit. I think building that culture over there. But Averifloos the has kind of turned it around. I, I just... Eberflus is gone at the end of the year. You think?
2: Yeah, even if the Bears finish strong, Eberflus is out.
1: I've talked to a lot of Bears fans, and they don't hate Eberflus anymore. I know it's a little bit of recency bias. He's done. I think he should be done, but Bears fans, they've had some. He's okay. He's, he's out. A, he's out, and they need to draft Caleb Williams. Oh, you're so on the Caleb Justin, Williams.
2: Yeah, trade Justin Fields, draft Caleb Williams.
1: We can get into a whole segment about that. I don't think Caleb Williams is all that. I think Justin Fields will be a bet, not a better fit for the Bears. I think he should be traded, but at the same time – not to get too off topic, I think that this draft class is a little over overrated, a little, a little. Don't get mad, a little overrated. You talking I, about
2: the quarterbacks in the in the oh, draft? Yeah. yeah,
1: I don't. I'm not. I'm not that high on Caleb. We'll get into that. That's a whole. That's a whole segment for another thing. Back to the back to the coordinators and quarterbacks and coaches. I do think that Bill Belichick will be the best fit. I don't think a young offensive minded schematic guy would be the best fit because that's not what they need. They don't need more flash. They need discipline.
2: Lincoln Riley ready to make the jump from USC. Oh gosh, make the move over fourteen to one odds.
1: Oh gosh, what's the next name? Freaking
2: okay. How Jimbo about Fisher? How about uh, <laughs> how about this one to wrap it up? Forty to one odds. How about Dion Sanders?
1: Hey man, Dion already said he is not leaving college. He likes to bring boys to men. He ain't leaving, but wouldn't that be something? He that wouldn't be a good fit.
2: You no, know, that would not be a good fit, which is probably why he is a forty to one odds. Eric Bieniemy, interesting. Ten to one. Interesting. The, I could see it. I the, could see the guy, it. The guy just can't get a head coaching job. I mean, he was he was such a great offensive
1: coordinator all those years with Kansas City. Turn that Bears offense around. What do you think our odds would be? Four hundred thousand. I, I might be Go lower. On. It's the Chargers' job, man. <laughs> Brandon Staley got it, and he's about to be a DoorDash driver after this. So hey, don't knock the DoorDash drivers. I do love DoorDash drivers. Maybe, maybe a maybe, they work hard. Maybe a Uber Lyft part-time sales cashier at whole wheat market that sells cheese nips. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The odds of uh, Brandon
2: Staley being on an NFL coaching staff next year. Uh, plus 200, yes, (laughs) minus 300, no. So They don't think he is going to be on an NFL coaching staff next year. I, I would agree. Good luck, Brandon Staley. So the Brandon Staley is over officially now in Los Angeles. All right, we got one final segment to wrap up this week's edition of the Get Right. Coming up next, we'll bring you our last call. It's next here on The Fan. We have made it to the last call, the final segment of this Friday night of the Get Right. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here tonight, along with Blake Elliott. I'm Mike Peasley. We appreciate every single one of you and hope you have just a tremendous Friday night and awesome weekend. Cannot wait. We got so much football coming up uh, with uh, you know NFL tomorrow, three big games. You got seven college football bowl games Big slate of games on Sunday, of course, highlighted by the Cowboys and the Bills. And here in the last call, if you missed it earlier in our pick segment, both Blake and I like the Cowboys to win this game. Uh, they're at plus two. Uh, Blake's got the Cowboys winning 26-21. I like the Cowboys to win 24-21 to just to keep the momentum rolling, get their sixth straight win, put the pressure on Philadelphia. They'll see that the Cowboys had won knowing that they need to win on Monday night in Seattle Tough place to play, and that is the game I think that the Eagles could trip up because after that, they got two games with the Giants. They got one with the Commanders. Who knows? Maybe Tommy DeVito keeps things going, uh, beats Philadelphia, but certainly three winnable games for the Eagles after, after this one. So Cowboys really need, if they want to win the division and have a chance for the number one seed, need to find a way to go to Buffalo and get the win, and I think they'll do it. I think they'll do it.
1: Perfectly said, Peas. and I just want to say for a second – I need all the Tolos that are still listening, whether you're texting in or just saying it in your head, to say a thank you to Mr. P's coming on a last-second notice and able to fill in. Look, like we had a great show two days in a row. Oh, that, that kind of rhymed, too. I'm out here. I got the J. Cole in the back. I'm out here rhyming. Um, I know you'll be filling in some more coming up. I know you got the one with Broadus on that. Is there anyone before that on the uh,
2: New Year's Day with the next time. Okay, New so Year's if you want to hear
1: P's New Year's Day, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. 7 a.m.
2: I'm not sure how many people that are listening on a Friday night that are going to be listening on New Year's Day. <laughs> Spread the word. At, at 7 a.m. with Broadis and I. But if you do, you'll hear my voice once again. But, no, it's, it's been a lot of fun, Blake. We've had a lot of fun here. And, again, um, you know, for just you graduating from college tomorrow. Yep. To do, I mean, there is no way I could do what you did at your
1: age. Yeah. I, I mean, appreciate it. I mean, outstanding. Phenomenal. I appreciate it. You know, it's. All thanks to the man above putting me in his position. Hopefully, I can just take advantage of the opportunity. But it's really the Tolos listening, enjoying the content, sending the positive message. I want to let y'all know every message you send through, nice or mean, I see all of it. And I appreciate all the support to push us through this. I only see the nice messages. Yeah, you know, it it, it comes with the grain of it. Um, Someone was yelling at me, shouting. I was like, I get excited, especially about Kellen Moore. Oh, that gets me riled up. So. I think we had some fun segments for you guys today. Obviously, we were talking about Mr. Brandon Staley and his shenanigans. And then we get to do some fun top tens lists, some Christmas-related stuff throughout the week. Hopefully, y'all are having a good time, snuggled up with your family members this week and can enjoy that. Enjoy the family while you got it. You know, just take a moment back, smell the flowers, because you never know when the last time you're going to see them is. So, really enjoy that. I'm going to rest tonight tonight. On this tattoo and then wake up and have a busy, busy day of family, graduations, dinners, and I'll be back here Sunday morning at 9 a.m. with CA to start the Specs pregame tailgate show before we get to Broadus and the boys. You got a full lineup that day.
2: Full Cowboys Sunday coming up. And again, that game kicks off at 325. You'll hear it right here uh, on the fan with, of course, uh, Brad and Babe and Christy. And then, of course, the postgame show afterwards. Hopefully, we got a lot of positive things to talk about uh, in that Cowboys game. But, you know, it's it's been a long time that I've been this excited about a Cowboys regular season game. Yep. You know, I was excited for the Eagles game last week. But, you know, the way that they performed in that one, it's it's just kind of raised my level of expectations now for this team. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that they have played five straight games of 30 or more points. Now, can they go on the road? We know how great they've been at home. The Cowboys the only team that hasn't lost a home game this year. Three on three on the road, which is fine. You know, they always say, win all your home games, go 500 on the road. You'll be great. You'll you'll be fine. Uh, But these next two weeks at Buffalo, at Miami, I think we're going to learn a lot about the Cowboys' realistic chances, realistic chances of going to the Super Bowl. If they can go to Buffalo and win, and then if they can go and follow that up and go to Miami and win, they are definitely Super Bowl quality. Now, I don't know if they're going to be able to beat San Francisco.
1: Yeah. But but, this will give you a boast of confidence. But, I
2: mean, it'll be a huge confidence builder. But, again, the Cowboys lost to San Francisco earlier this year. This is a much different Cowboys team than the one that played San Fran back then.
1: 100%. said it. I've said it multiple times. Getting punched in the mouth by San Fran is what they need. They've looked like a better team since then. They look confident back there. And the knock has been we haven't played well on the road, and you have a chance to prove all the naysayers wrong. Go into Buffalo in December, wet, footballs, rainy, windy. Can you come out with a I W? I don't care how you get it done. Come out with a W. Obviously, it'd be nice to do it in a great fashion and blow them out and not have any pressure, but I think we need a little pressure. We need to be a little battle. We had the mm-hmm. Seahawks game. It was a little battle-tested, but I want, I want to see us against Josh Allen late in the game if we can handle it, give me a good boast of confidence, make me feel good, because... <laughs> It's all about making you feel good, right? <laughs> I just say the way I said that. Because <laughs> it's, it's all wrong. about me. Right? Just, as long as Blake feels good, that's really all about us. No, that'll be a good boast because I, I need to boast to my friend who keeps telling me that the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. And I can't disparage that until they prove them wrong. That's correct. And they have to win a game like this for me to be like, here it is, silver platter. We did it late in December. When we beat a good football team with a good quarterback. So I need them to win this. Makes my job a lot easier in arguments because I've been – I've been saying the Cowboys look like one of those teams this year. And other than the 49ers, I don't know a team that's looked better since week four or five. Let's see if they can prove it late in December. And then someone asked what college, UNT, UNT tomorrow. I don't know if I should say the time. Four, four o'clock. If you want to come. You're invited. <laughs> you're invited to Just hold up there. a sign.
2: I'm a Tolo. I love Blake. And then if, he'll know it's you. If
1: anyone has a Tolo sign at my graduation, that would be insane. I don't think I've made it to that <laughs> level yet. But if you do, you're you're a true day one. If, but, if uh, my
2: daughter didn't have a basketball tournament, I would have gone. I oh, done. wow. I would have done. I would have put up the
1: Tolo for I like. appreciate that, Peas. That's what we want to hear. Hold up some elements, some potassium signs. Well, little calcium. Someone bring some cheese nips up to the Odyssey Tower. We don't have to. We find. Now no, they don't make cheese nips Someone, anymore. Someone's got them. They might not make them. I promise you somebody in this chat has seen cheese nips in the last year. Someone's got them. They probably stockholding them selling for on the black market.
2: Again, I've looked. I looked at all the grocery stores. I went to Kroger to Tom Thumb to, to Walmart. I always look there. There are no longer cheese nips. Nabisco, you have failed me. You have failed me. We Nabisco. got whales.
1: That's all that matters. Whales is the the premium baked cheddar snacks. See, I- See,
2: it's not better than a goldfish.
1: Oh, it's way better than the goldfish. It's not better the, than a goldfish. The, the goldfish is only good when you get the extra cheddar, and they're, like, super cheddary. I don't know. See, my kids don't like the
2: extra cheddar ones.
1: Just the regular baked Just ones? Just the regular baked nah, uh, ones. not and, enough and, flavor. And they don't
2: like the colored goldfish either.
1: I don't either. That's that's too uh, childish, if you will. I'm grown. I eat whales. You know, I'm sophisticated. I can't. I can't be doing the regular goldfish. I can't. They do the oh or I see, or now when it comes to cheese it, which one do they do? Regular Cheese It? Yeah, regular Cheese It. Gotta do white cheddar. Oh, I don't
2: like the white cheddar. <laughs> yeah, the, just the regular Cheese It and the regular goldfish. That's what we have in the I mean, it household. Makes it, it
1: makes it easy when you're grocery shopping. You don't gotta do all these left and rights and whatnot. Yeah. But um
2: yeah. But as we wrap up the
1: week, um, the winner of the week,
2: the the person that had the best week. Draymond Green. No, he was he would be on the opposite side of that. He would be on the For me, it's it's a combo, okay? It's Tommy DeVito yep. and his agent. Yes, they are the they are money makers. For the way that Tommy played in that game on Monday night. For the great suit that his agent had. 10 did, out of 10. did anybody have a better week than Tommy DeVito and his agent?
1: Chargers fans <laughs> I don't have to deal with Staley anymore. I think
2: I think you put a plural on that. I don't know if plural was necessary. For <laughs>
1: yeah, we fans. had a bunch of people typing in what kind of fans. So yeah, Charger fan. But, that one but, guy was. But happy. who would
2: be your winner of the week? Who do you think had the
1: best week? I mean, I gotta say, probably Dodgers fans getting Shohei and learning the name of the dog and getting Tyler Glasnow. So they yeah. kind of had a big week. I, I w- did. Dodgers fans are probably feeling real up from where they were a couple weeks ago. Um, what else? Not Florida State. It's easy to think of the losers. There's
2: a lot of losers of the week. <laughs> Kadarius Toney comes to mind. <laughs> Kadarius. Uh, Draymond Green comes to mind. Brandon Staley okay, comes to what mind. What about Trey
1: White that was catching like his first passes and going off in that Raiders game? He's probably feeling really good. Yeah,
2: he's feeling pretty good, but I, I don't know if he had the best week. But did anybody have a better week than Tommy DeVito?
1: Tommy Cutlets is nice.
2: I mean, you can at the truckwreck.com text line and let us know at 877-881-1053. But Tommy DeVito, he played so well in that game. And then to lead his nice. team down he to, nice. to, to get the game winning field goal. Did you know that the Giants' long snapper, his dad was my high school biology teacher?
1: No, you gotta go into that. You're taking the last four minutes. Tell me. He was your high
2: school biology teacher? His the the Giants long snapper. Okay. Um, Casey Kreider, his dad, Kurt Kreider, mm-hmm. was my high school biology teacher. And I was in that biology class with him when someone came and ran in and tell him that his wife was in labor with Casey, who eventually became the Giants long snapper.
1: How much did you pay attention in this class? Uh, were you a heavy, atten- are you an active listener or were you a, how can I make the know, class laugh?
2: Science. No, I, I was very quiet. Okay. I, I was, I was a very good student. I wasn't, I wasn't great. Uh, I, I struggled in the sciences. Same. You know, I, and math, Same. Ge- geometry. <laughs> Same. I will say this one time. I, t- I, I took a, Brit- I love this. I took a British literature course in high school mm-hmm. and it was some Shakespeare paper that I wrote. And you know what grade I got on it? Mm. F plus. F for effort. F plus. I'm like, what? I failed, but I failed well? F stands for how fantastic. Do you get a, how do you
1: get an F plus? It stands for fantastic. Thanks, Mrs. Doom. That's what I told my mom. Another one we missed from the 972, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He had a pretty good week. Career career high franchise but record. did he get the actual basketball? But he though? didn't even get the basketball. And his stress levels would probably disagree with you. He was pretty riled up. Yeah. I'm trying to think, who else won an NBA game? I mean, the Lakers lost... Victor Wembanyama.
2: Spurs, you know they won a ball game. They stopped their 18-game losing streak tonight. Wemby,
1: yeah. Pop probably feeling. He probably doesn't even care. <laughs> he's like, all right, just another game, guys. That but was again, bad. That was a Bill Bells. But again, was. I don't
2: think we found anyone that's had a better week than Tommy DeVito.
1: I think he's the winner. Tommy, Larry, DeVito, Tommy, are you DeVito, agreeing with T- that?
2: Tommy DeVito and his agent won the week. I think his agent's definitely up there.
1: Yeah, that picture's Yeah, unbeatable this week. <laughs> Could you pull off that look? Oh, no. He's got it going. And then I heard him. He's Italian, man. He yes. really knows how to get. Like, yes. He killed it. I, I I love what they got going on over there. I love the little Sanity run. Hopefully it lasts longer than Joshua Dobbs. Um, that pass yeah, rod did that. not last very long. So I
2: think we agree that Tommy DeVito won the week. Draymond mm-hmm. Green lost the week.
1: Yeah, he, he's going to lose more than the week, buddy. He gonna be, he's going to be out a while. I don't think he's going to be back anytime soon. John Morant's coming back soon. He'll be back in... I think
2: he's got one more game to serve, and then he's back after that because I think Memphis played tonight. I think this was their 24th game, and of course, he got the 25-game suspension. So, one more game that Ja has to sit out before he returns. So, I guess,
1: technically, he's a winner. He's back in the media press conferences. He's back talking and whatnot. So, we got Jake Browning from the 214 Jake Browning. I mean... He had a good week, but he would have been the winner of the week before when he stepped in—not stepped in—but when he had that absolutely amazing yes, game. Yes, yes, that would have been the week that we would have crowned him. You now that's—it's just becoming normal now. This is just no. This is just. Normal,
2: yeah, he's played well. He's played well. We'll see what happens in a big game for him tomorrow. And again, that that kicks off the uh, the NFL week tomorrow at noon with the with the Vikings uh, and the Bengals. And you've got the uh, Steelers and Colts. And then the nightcap, you got the Broncos and the Lions. So you've got three really important NFL games uh, before we really get into the full slate coming up on Sunday. So it's be a what great a day! Weekend. What a be-
1: weekend! What a day! I'm going to come in Sunday feeling rejuvenated. I will no longer be a college student. It's You'll be, be a college good. graduate.
2: College grad You'll next time a you hear college me. College graduate. Let's go. And again, no no dance when you get up there. You just you just want to shake the hand, get the diploma, and get out.
1: Shake the hand, get out of there. Before,
2: before they think uh, twice about giving you the diploma. Oh, yeah. They're
1: going to be like, oh, man, oh, wait a was a minute. he we, the we, guy? We have a we mistake re- here. We remember him doing those stories that I couldn't tell y'all on air. <laughs> <laughs> he can't have his diploma. No, I'm, I'm going to keep it real cordial. I'm gonna just, you know, shake the hand, or maybe it's gonna be a robot. We don't know if it's gonna be a real person or not. Either way, I'm gonna keep it cordial. My family will be watching. They're flying in, so nice. And I'm gonna go to dinner and. Enjoy, my friends.
2: Well, enjoy it. Congratulations, Blake, and really, uh, you know, outstanding job by you. Congratulations to you, and thank you so much here for the last two nights. Yes, sir. Uh, we certainly had a lot of fun here filling in uh, for the guys here on the Get Right. So that's going to wrap up the program here for this evening. His name is Blake Elliott. My name is Mike Peasley. Certainly a big shout-out to our producer tonight, Larry Flores. Certainly enjoy the football. Cowboys-Bills coming up on Sunday. Let's go, boys. Let's make it six in a row. You are listening to The Fan. Good night, everyone.